Welcome to the Tech Up Checkup podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. I'm not sure how it's possible that it's already October. I know, it's really, truly insane. I know, I always love October because I get to celebrate my dad and my daughter's birthday this month, so it makes for some really good family time. Oh, happy birthday to them. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's jump right in and get started with the spotlight on the Tech Up Checkup Innovator of the Month for October. So this month we are going to spotlight Melissa Falari, a middle school language arts teacher from Creative Arts Academy of St. Lucie. Yay, guest! Woohoo! <laughs> Marissa attended a one-note training with me on that teacher PD day back in September. I say back in September, it was only last month, but know, it still feels, feels like, like a lifetime ago, right? <laughs> and from that moment on, she has not stopped learning and diving into one-note class notebook with her students. Marissa is not afraid to reach out for extra support when something is not working correctly. She actually had a very, very strange case that I haven't seen before um, where all of her students were able to see each other's notebooks. Oh my goodness. They were also able to see the teacher only section. And the oh craziest part about this is it wasn't even a notebook that she created. It was created by teams, which for oh, like us in St. Lucie is yeah. rostered yeah. by our, our um, SIS system. So right. She didn't even go in. It was just some kind of crazy stuff where most teachers would have thrown in the towel and just said, you know what, forget it. I'll try another time. She has not stopped asking for help and she's refusing to give up. And I am I just so proud of her for learning this on a PD day virtually and then just continuing to run with it. It's always so great to hear when teachers persevere, you know, regardless of the situation at hand. And I love when someone tries out something new. First of all, they learn it and then they're not afraid to take it back and try it out right away. Yes. And you she's know? not afraid to be vulnerable and to show her students that that she is learning something new right alongside them. Um, actually, yesterday I was giving PD at Kaiser University. So huge shout out to Kaiser in Port St. Awesome. Lucie for letting us Partner use their of the school district. facility. Yep. Yes, absolutely. We were training all of our new teachers um, to the district and she was like, hey, do you have a second? And I'm like, I actually do, but I can't speak. So if you want to call <laughs> on Teams, I'd be happy to take over and kind of walk through your, your situation. And we're just trying everything we can to, cool. to fix this. So once again, congratulations. And Marissa, Marissa you've been tech checked. That is so great. So, Julia, I'd love to share a little bit about vocabulary mixes. Ooh, yes, please tell me more. Uh, this is definitely not my area of expertise. <laughs> That's quite all right. So you've heard us mention vocabulary before on the show, right? Yes, and we love using vocabulary and Nearpod to engage our students. 100%. Well, the crew of vocabulary, they've been working hard to improve ways um, for kids to practice what it is that they're learning from their teachers in class, and I have a really cool new feature to share. Anytime an EdCheck app, app can help reinforce what's being taught in the classroom, it's definitely a win for me. Absolutely, win-win. So, there's a new feature called Mixes. Essentially, um, I always, in my head, I hear like, remix, you know? <laughs> um, but essentially you select a skill. So by that uh, grade level of say like a reading comprehension skill or something like author's purpose that you might want the kids to be learning, you would select the skill and then uh, they get to 
practice that skill after they learn it with the fun, engaging vocabulary um, with a video text of high interest. Oh, that sounds like a great way to engage students and have them check out high interest videos to, yeah. to learn those skills. Like it's just a neat uh, kind of way to remix what it is that they're learning and it's combining that vocabulary video and then a video text to go along with it. Then what's really cool is there's a section called Break It Down. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> and that asks students um, comprehension questions in the first part of the question, which we're used to seeing in, you know, typical like standardized testing. But then the second part of the question asks them to prove their answer. And the way they do that is actually by snipping a part of the video clip that supports their answer. And it's right there. So they don't have to go searching. They put the little video clip there and then they snip it to the part that uh, focuses on what supports their answer. So they're getting that great interactive practice with the comprehension strategies. That's, absolutely. That's a win. That's Total great. two for one. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it's, it's teaching them through the fun flow cab vibe, which makes everyone's heart happy. <laughs> so if you're wondering, you should try it out and go with the flow and check it out in your classroom. All right. Um, speaking of new updates, have you seen the updates that have been made to our email in Outlook? Yes. Like pump the brakes for a minute here. Uh, right. <laughs> so I'm definitely talking about um, the ribbon. Yes. And if, um, I shouldn't say if you're in email, we know you're all in email, but. Right. Using it every day, you know. I, I have to be very, very honest here. I send hundreds of emails a day mm -hmm. and I like to think that I am pretty tech savvy and yet I am still confused and I'm looking around for the different options that I used to use frequently or that I need to use frequently yes. and I can't necessarily find them right away so I'm still trying to hit send on the bottom Agreed. and it's not there um for like example the attach option obviously we're attaching um files to emails all day and where did that go it's, <laughs> it's so hard to find so um when you are now replying to an email there are different tabs at the top to organize all the different options rather than just the icon buttons at the bottom they mm -hmm. were pretty simple before and you just saw what you needed maybe you the three dots now it's actually more of or less like a word document where you have home insert view options um, anything that you want to insert in an email is now located under the an insert tab yes. so up at the top if you wanted to insert a picture or attach a file or a link you have to actually go to the insert tab rather than looking at the bottom of the email and that's you know very frequently used on a daily basis mm -hmm. when utilizing your email um, another part is all of the font formatting yeah. like if you're trying to highlight or bold or change the size um, that's now located under the tab called message so I'll be completely honest with you too. I feel like when I'm in my email, I'm on autopilot, right? I, I, I know where things are. It's what I do daily. I don't really think too much about it. And I do find myself exploring a little bit. I like the idea of the fact that they streamlined it and across mm -hmm. applications. True. You know? So if you are used to Word, it, you know, you'll get used to this too. But it just takes a little uh, navigating around. You're so right. And message makes me think of like the font formatting. I would say more as like home tab. Yes. In 
Right. So as I'm actually talking about this and thinking it may be helpful to for us to create a quick little cheat sheet for our employees and Good we can call. post it in the tech team. Yeah. Just kind of with like some screenshots of where the most common features are found. It's like where in the world is and then we can find that feature. Yeah. So we're going to start working on that. I just gave us more Perfect. work to do, but let's do it because I think we all need it, including myself. Absolutely. So while we're uh, um, talking about some helpful ed tech tips, I do have some tips for sharing about Canva that I think you'll find helpful. Ooh, tell me more. Canva's my fave. <laughs> All right. So as you know, Canva, it's such a robust tool. Um, it has so many different design capabilities and such. And recently, Canva has a new feature that can be used with presentations that you create. So just like you can in Microsoft PowerPoint, you could create a presentation um, within the Canva platform itself. What's really cool is that it allows you to use your phone as a remote control when presenting. Stop it. I know. Pump the brakes. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't literally mean stop it. I mean, like, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> All right. Well, this is how you do it. Uh, you create, you create your presentation, and then in the top right, you click share, and then you click present. Once it shows to present, you will go to the bottom right of your screen and click on the three dots. And like we always say. The three dots are your best friend in any of these applications, Absolutely. right? Because they give you more. Once you click on those three dots, it'll give you the option to click share remote control. Literally, a link is generated and copied to your clipboard. And when you open that link on your phone and start clicking, you could just start clicking through your spectacular presentation. Wow. So no more being stuck to your desk or standing in one spot. You can present Canva on the go. On the go. Go with the flow. <laughs> on the go. <laughs> That's yes. very cool. I'm excited to try that out. I really am super pumped about that feature just because it's it doesn't require an additional device to make that happen. So I do have another quick tip to share with you that might save you know people time as they're navigating through Canva and making some cre you know creative designs. Mm -hmm. When you're designing a flyer, a presentation, social media graphic, whatever it is in Canva, you go to the top left of your screen and you click on Elements. And when you click on Elements, it allows you to add a variety of like icons and shapes um, to your design. Really cool uh, you know icons and shapes that are in there. Mm -hmm. However, to streamline it, they now have some uh, keywords that you could type in the search at the top of elements that will quickly bring you to a special element section that has things like Canva doodles, Canva account, um, Canva school elements, Canva app icons, and Canva social icons, to name a few. So oh. literally, in that search box, you would type those keywords, and it pops up element... Um, element keywords there in Canva, it pops up these great graphics all in one shot. So if you're in a certain like scheme of design, yes. you know, you don't have to look up each individual iconographic to add. I love that. I was using for a while the, and don't quote me on the exact wording in Canva, but if I found something I really liked in Elements, mm -hmm. I could right click or use those three dots and then it would say more like this. Yes. And it would show me like that same if I was on a, a doodle kind of theme. It yep. would show me all of the sketching options for those elements or those icons. So that's amazing. I love that. Exactly. So it's taking that AI feature and just um, being smart with your search no, based on what it is that you're trying to get creative and design. So it could be everything from numbers, doodles. Um, all of that. So we'll drop that in the team as well, just that so you have some of those quick screenshots and you know what to type in there to get that whole scheme of um, element 
features. And don't forget, if you are um, an employee of St. Lucie, um, we have Canva for ev- education for all staff and students yes. in our district. So everyone can bring out the creator in them. Um, it's really easy to use. We're also, actually, this brings me into the next one, Perfect. offering Canva at the upcoming Tech Connect 2022 conference, which is going to be 100% virtual. And you can pick and choose your EdTech sessions that best match your needs. So if you're listening to us talk about Canva right now and you're like, gosh, I wish I knew more and I, you know, uh, welcome to, come to well, the tech conference. technically you don't have to come. You can join from your jammies on your couch, <laughs> but you should definitely register for the Tech Connect conference and then choose the Canva session. It is one hour um, and and I think it'll show you everything that you need to know to get started. And you could literally learn it and take it back to your classroom to, you know, put into play, Absolutely. which is really great. Yep. I'm super sad, though, because Lori usually is our Canva presenter <laughs> and she's not going to be here. I know. I'm super bummed I'm going to miss the conference. It's the first one I'm not going to be a part since we went uh, actually pre-pandemic. Yes. But that's okay. I'm super pumped for the audience. So tell me, what sessions are you offering? Yeah, great question. There are sessions for everyone, instructional and non-instructional staff, which we started doing last conference. This is our fourth virtual conference that we've held. Um, Each session is presented by our very own educators here in St. Lucie, and they are excited to share with others something that has made their life just a little easier in the classroom. So it doesn't have to be anything huge. It could just be something that they feel that, hey, this is helped me I know that it's going to help another teacher absolutely so our sessions are including Nearpod for small group instruction Excel for teachers which is brand new uh, Microsoft bookings Cybersecurity, canvas studio OneDrive forms flip classroom screen I'm excited about that it's a very very simple tool to use super simple. but it's amazing what it can do and that's really become way more robust over the years too. absolutely we're even offering Microsoft Translator and and many more there's there's over 25 unique sessions Perfect. that you can pick and choose something from. for everyone then yes absolutely so I heard you throw in there. You said that there's a session on cybersecurity. There is. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I try. Um, <laughs> so um, I better make sure that I explain this one well, as it is being presented by our very own COO here in St. Lucie Public Schools. Awesome. So, um, but this is the second time that he is doing it for mm-hmm. us. And cybersecurity is something that everyone should know about, but yet it's not really talked about much. So this session is going to provide everyone with information how to stay safe on the internet. I mean, right. that's the basics of cybersecurity. And I know that in the past, I found the cybersecurity session to be really helpful with tips on things that like you could even be aware of in your personal life as well as your professional life. So, you know, it's it's not something to be like, oh my goodness, cybersecurity. No, no. It's this really is, informational and, and purposeful for it your life. It is. It's not to scare you. It's just how to not overshare information with others, even when you're not realizing that you're doing it, what sites are okay to log into and which ones we should be cautious of. Yeah. Um, Um, those external emails that are now coming in this session really isn't to scare you and I'm being honest it's it's just to provide awareness of how you can stay safe and keep your family safe and your kiddos safe and and all of that you don't want to miss it yeah so 
just to to clarify if there's any questions on the tech conference it does take place on saturday october 22nd it starts at 8 a.m and it goes until 12 p.m and it is 100 percent virtual perfect so you get to take care of that business in the morning and then enjoy the afternoon with friends and family yes very cool So we have something exciting to talk about uh, as we wrap up this session today. Um, Our wonderful uh, Girl Tech innovator, Julia Hilburn, is going to uh, be growing her family by one more Hilburn girl. I am. That is true. In about a month. (laughs) Yes. So she may or may not um, be here for our next month's session, depending upon when baby girl would like to make her entrance into this world. Yep. So um, we just really want to wish her and her husband and her daughter and her future daughter um, all the best. We're going to miss her. And uh, obviously, we're going to miss hearing her here on the show. But we will have some um, guest speakers to come on in and do this with me for the next couple months while she's out on maternity leave. So send her lots of love. Send her really positive vibes, and we're going to miss seeing her here on the podcast. Thank you so much, Lori. I'm really excited to um, grow my family. I do have a little girl at home already, and this will be my second. So my family is excited, and I just appreciate all the support that I have in St. Lucie um, within my job and this podcast. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing the lineup of guest speakers, and I know that it's going to be super fun. When you need to stay awake and you're really, really tired, feel free to watch the podcast listen to the podcast my timing might change from you know like my lunch break to like 3 a.m exactly (laughs) all right guys have a great one and make sure that you share this with a friend absolutely and tune in for november have a great one